We welcome on now our main man on Fridays, Nick Berlansky. We're going to talk about these win totals for the NFL because did you guys know the NFL season is right around the corner because mini camps have already started, rookie mini camps. Now we're going to get regular mini camps. And then we're going to get... We got schedule release next Thursday, boys. Exactly. I hope you're ready. One oh, of my favorite yeah. days of the it's gonna year. It's going to get better ratings than any Rays game this season. <laughs> so even, even though they're in first place, and they do go back <laughs> up on the Yanks 5-4. But as of right now, we're going to take a look at win totals and pick either or. The Cardinals is the first one I'm going to start with. The Arizona Cardinals over 5.5 or the Seattle Seahawks under 8.5. Both you could get for plus 105. As soon as you said Cardinals and over in the same sentence, I tuned out, so that I'm going the <laughs> yeah. other one. Seahawks and under. Do not take any Cardinals or overs. How is that team winning six football games? Uh, Kyler's not going to play this season. By the time he comes back, they're going to be so far out of it, there's no point in playing them. Let him rest the whole year. Their defense a mess. Their head coach is in, in the storylines and the headlines for all the wrong reasons. Their offensive line's putrid. They have aging running backs. They have nobody outside of Hopkins. They are a disaster. So, Seattle, like, nine wins feels about right. Like, eight or nine wins. So, I actually do kind of like that. So, it, it's easily Seattle for me. Yeah, man, this is tough for me because I love what Seattle did in the draft. I like the way that they're building that defense. This is their best secondary since Richard Sherman. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely, man. And then on the offensive side of the ball, you draft uh, Charbonnet out of UCLA. You already have Kenneth Walker. You have DK. You have all those weapons. Smith I think and Jigba, too. I think Gino's going to have a fine season. I don't think he's going to regress or anything like that. I mean, Gino never really even lost his job in New York. He had his jaw broken. And uh, you look at the... I mean, I couldn't do it with the Cardinals, man. So, like, looking at their depth chart, Kyler's not going to start the season. Colt McCoy will probably be the <laughs> starter, I guess, in the year 2023. Oh or it's going to be Clayton Toon or David Blau. James Conner's there. I think they trade Hop. I don't like Hollywood Brown until Kyler Murray comes back. I don't think him and Colt McCoy are going to have any sort of connection. I still don't know what more is. Zach Ertz, I mean, do they move him? I don't love the offensive line. The defensive side of the ball, I think Buda Baker maybe gets moved. I, I don't like this team whatsoever. And I think their goal is going to be to lose football games. And then I think what's going to be interesting is if they get that number one overall pick, and you have a can't-miss quarterback prospect when it gets like Caleb Williams, are they going to do what they did a couple years ago when you drafted Josh Rosen as a top-15 pick and then moved on the following year for Kyler at number one? Because I feel like Caleb Williams is just too good to pass up on. We're hearing these Patrick Mahomes comps. So I guess I'd have to go Seahawks under 8.5, plus 105, just because of the division. You have San Francisco. Maybe the Rams are fine if Stafford stays alive and Cup stays alive and they get anything from that defense that they got a couple years ago when they won the Super Bowl, I'd have to go Seahawks under 8.5 if I had to choose. Nick, you know what I hate is the fact that I already know whoever... I'm taking Arizona plus the points in Week 1 because that is going to be every person's survivor pick. Whoever plays the Cardinals Week 1 is going to be their survivor pick. They're going to be catching like 10.5, and, and unfortunately, I'm probably going to take that bet. So, we'll see. But I like the uh, under 5.5. Before we head to break, let's talk about two teams that were labeled fraudulent by basically everybody, especially by PJ last season. The Minnesota Vikings over 8.5. Frauds. Or the Giants over 8.5. You can get plus 110 with the Giants or minus 115 with the Vikings. Oh, God, this is tough, I'll go first because I would go over 8.5 again with the Giants just because of coaching. I believe in Brian Dayball. I believe in Mike Kafka. Kevin O'Connell did a pretty good job with the Vikings, especially on the offensive side of the ball year one. But, dude, like, what do they have defensively? I love Justin Jefferson on the offensive side of the ball, but Delvin Cook's another year older. Is he even going to be there? Adam Thielen's gone now. 
Give me the Giants over eight and a half. But that's tough, man. It and, is. Uh, yeah, I don't know that I believe it. I, I like Ryan's logic. The only thing that worries me is the Giants were a playoff team last year. They brought back all their key guys. Jones is back. Barley's back. They had some nice draft picks. And that totals at eight and a half. Minnesota, we can all agree, like they were lucky to win 13 games. They very easily, easily could have won like eight or nine. So I don't like either of these overs, but if you had to make me choose, I'd probably lean towards the Vikings. I feel like the NFC East is obviously, I mean, I feel like it's obviously the tougher division. You have the Cowboys, you yes. have the Eagles, who are the best team in the NFC. And then in the NFC North, you have the Packers with Jordan Love. You have the Lions, who we might be overhyping. And you have the Bears, who, like, I bet them to win the NFC North, but they were terrible the last decade. So, uh, I don't know.